right, let's start. All right. Hi, I'm Chris. I'm Wendy. And welcome to the Toasted, Toasted Marshmallow, Marshmallow Adventures Podcast. Podcast. Today, we are at the lounge at the end of the universe in the artist lounge, and we've got comedian Frankie French Woo! with us. Thank you so much for being here and coming You're to Idaho. Your faces. What the are you hell? out of New York? No, I'm not technically out of New York. Okay. I am out of right now out of DC mm-hmm. um, by way of LA and then okay. sometimes New York. What? I know. <laughs> what? Oh, fucking yeah. Ooh, can I, Am I allowed you to say, say it? Of course. Please, please do. I we love the, the C word. Okay, egregiously. I use it like <laughs> okay. it's juice. Okay, Good. you know what I mean? Good. It's like my option. We are not afraid. Yeah, call my daughter one all the time. But my point is, <laughs> <laughs> I, um, it's always in love. We're going live. Um, <laughs> I, uh, in love. <laughs> I uh, so I was in DC is where I started comedy, okay. right? And then I was there for I want to say probably about three four years, and then I started. Actually, this is a good story to tell because I got my start in New York through through uh, stand up New York, oh, okay. the club that's uh, going, yes. the Idaho Kent's Boom. why I'm here, right? Awesome. Right, yeah. So that that type of sounds gets yes. paid oh, yeah. every time. Yes, <laughs> and so um, they they hosted a comedy festival for the club. Mm-hmm. I want to say, let me think. This was so. It's 2021. I want to say it was 2018, okay. if I'm not mistaken. That yeah. feels rightish, right? Yeah. And I didn't pass through, and I cried tears. Like uh-huh. I was, bo- I was so upset, right? Yeah. Because it was my, it's, it's your dream yeah. doing comedy, and yeah. I was in, based in DC, and I was like, this is my one shot to get in a New York club, and I blew it. <laughs> but I had a phenomenal set, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. Probably like two, three weeks later, I get an email from the club like, hey, do you want to come down and do some spots? Yeah. And I was like, fuck, fuck yes. yeah, horse. <laughs> I'm going to win everything. Yeah. I'm coming home, mama. You know what I mean? Like, so I go down and I, at first, you know, you do check spots, right? Okay. Uh-huh. And if you don't know, if you're listening, you don't know what check spots are. That's the part of the show where at the end of the evening, everyone that's ordered food, that the waitress and waiters are coming around to get uh, give and get checks, right? Uh-huh. Okay. So it's very noisy and kind okay. of a lot of commotion. Comics typically hate the check spot, right. okay. you know. Yeah. But I'm a loud fucking bitch. Okay. <laughs> so you're gonna hear me through this check. Spot. <laughs> right. I don't Ain't care. No problem. No, bring up the cacophony. <laughs> like you're gonna hear me. Okay. Yeah. And so I was blowing out the check spots, right? And then I started getting invited for guest spots. And then I started getting invited to host. And then I started. And then I became a regular at the club. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So this that was about anyone listening. So if you're if you're a comic and you're listening, you're wondering how do I get into a club? How do I get into a club? Just know, like number one, like all jokes aside, it's a long and arduous process. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it can be quick. You can mm-hmm. get a one off where you're out somewhere and the right person sees you. But yeah. that's not a thing to bank or count on or wait. To, you know. Oh, that's going to be my route. Probably. Probably not. Right. You know what I mean? So you just have to think about it and be strategic. I was accidentally strategic about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize what I was doing until after I was kind of in it. And I was like, oh. And I started, in, so I started off when they invited me back for checks, going to New York once a month. They'd invite me every month to come from down. From D.C. From D.C. Wow. Yeah. Which is only, like, it's, it's only like three, four hour oh, okay. drive, right? Yeah. <laughs> Two when I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, so it's not a big deal to go out. I would literally, I, I was working a day job at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I would go to work at 7 a.m. I would leave work if I had a New York show. I would leave all my stuff at work. I would hop on a bus Dang. at like uh, like four o'clock. Wow! Get to New York, do my like 10 o'clock spot, 11 whatever spots I had. Yeah. Get on the 3 a.m. bus, oh go back God. to DC, and go straight into work, and oh. then go home to my family after. Yeah, Ooh. you know, and then go to shows that night brutal. in DC. Yeah. Oh, it's Ooh. it's a brutal. Disgusting, yeah. grind, it's murderous, just... unforgiving, yeah. unapologetic. Doesn't grind. give a shit. Does not. <laughs> Comedy is that dirty fucking whore with great <laughs> pussy yeah. that you can't stop fucking. <laughs> but she's spending all of your money and fucking all your friends <laughs> and doing all your goddamn coke. Yeah, all of your coke. Okay, right. and you keep bringing her home to mama. And you right. don't understand why she doesn't love her because she's a dirty whore. Yeah. you know what I mean. That's comedy. Yeah. and you're like, you're like I love her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's wow. it's a nightmare. And so what I started going every month, right? Mm. And then I started going every other month, so two times a month. Mm-hmm. And then I started going every week. Wow. Yeah, so that was where I worked on the weekends to the point where 
the comments in New York are like, oh, dope, you moved yeah, here, like finally, here. yes. Yeah. And I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> I still live in D.C. Oh I'm God. just like sleeping in my car on the street at a front, like wherever, yeah. so I can get these spots. But it's really important for comedians to be ingratiated. And would you and go as your alone, like as a female? Solo. Not scared yeah. at all. child. She's no terrified. Scared. Oh, scared. Yeah. Yeah. In my okay, face. because I would be scared shitless. Terrified. Okay, okay. I'm, glad. I'm glad to hear that, yeah. honestly. <laughs> People always think that I'm like this fearless, well, you know. Yeah, you kind of come. Yeah, no. No, okay. let me. Ex- here's that's something else that's really important. Yeah, for all humans, regardless of gender. I am quaking in my boots 99.9% of the time. Yes! I am terrified. I am telling myself, you are trash. Like, this is a constant. Thing oh, it's for not me. you're worth it. You're worthy. Girl, <laughs> you're good. I'm trying to like remember to say it. Like, okay, wait, hold on a oh, second. Wait. You is smart. You is bright. You is impotent. Like, I try to remember to tell myself that, and it never works out, dog. Like, it doesn't work out. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. So I say that to say, yeah. The important thing is pushing through that. Okay. Okay. Pushing it's not the fear. Yeah. And the terror. Fuck, and fuck the, yeah. Because okay. the fear is not real. Okay. And even though you're feeling it and it is real to you. Yeah, it's not a real thing. Right. Do, do you get what I'm saying? Yes, like I, I do. You know, and so and we we ha- that's what one of the things we have to learn as comics, mm-hmm. and that's one of the, I think it's one of the things too that I feel like all, it's unfortunately for for women for our gender, it um it fear plays a, a very uncomfortable role just in our lives generally, yes, right? It does. Yeah. And then when you compound that fracture with comedy. It adds a whole other layer of issues, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oftentimes, as women, it's it's the way society, kind of the things that are imposed upon us, mm-hmm. be nice, be kind, smile, yes. don't hurt people's feelings. Right. So we have all of these like dichotomies telling us what we should be doing. Yeah. And it's very hard to figure out who to pay attention who to. Who the fuck are Right. We? Yeah. Who am, and, so, and when you're trying to move through the comedy world, which is a business mm-hmm. dominated by men, yes. right? Heavily. Okay. Where, where specifically you're told you don't belong here because women aren't funny. Right. Yeah. What are you, prove that shit to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is what's happening. And we oftentimes get trapped in that fear. Yeah. Oftentimes. And we spend a lot of time and ladies, do not at me because please trust me when I say I don't give a fuck. My mouth is reckless as hell. <laughs> and just hear me, hear what I'm saying without judgment, okay? Well, uh, but my point is this. What often happens, what I see happen with women is that we will take to social media, take to other women comedians and try to commiserate around this pain. Mm-hmm. Which, on one hand, is it helpful? Maybe. It is nice to see someone that's, like we just said, I'm very insecure and uncomfortable. Yeah, that's nice to you, hear. Yeah. You know Because, like, okay, well... Like, I'm not alone. You're not alone. Yeah. It's great in that sense. Yeah. You know where it hurts? No one gives a fuck. No, no. This yeah. is comedy. They don't. Yeah. No one gives a fuck about your feelings. Yeah. And when I have women comedians that are newer in comedy coming to me, Frankie, what, what do I do? This motherfucker, do you know what? And I'm not making fun of anyone. Again, don't at me. You will get your feelings hurt. But my point is this. Like I said, no one cares. And it's just business. It's a bit, yeah, it's yeah. a business. So what you have to do, if you want to be in comedy and take me at my word or don't, doesn't make a difference. I'm genuinely trying to help out of love. You have to fight and push through that shit. Right. Yeah. You have to just say, ignore oh, it. Not even, it's not even ignore it. Oh. You, no, acknowledge it. Confront okay. that shit privately sometimes. Mm-hmm. You don't have to tell everyone and complain to everybody about people. Mm-hmm. Because also, that will block your opportunities. No one wants to work or be around someone who's miserable all the time. That's true. They yeah. don't. No. You know, and I don't mean, and I'm, and I'm not invalidating anyone's experiences or feelings or, or thought processes. Yeah, it happens. Or anything like that. All I'm saying, if you want to move forward and you find your group, and that's who you commiserate with. Uh, that's who you talk shit that's with. Who you, that's who you text pictures to. That's who you tra- tell your truth to. Yeah, you tell your fucking truth. Yeah. And you trash. I have my one good friend, Nicole yeah. Walkow. I have a, a couple of good friends, but she's my specific. That's the homie. Mm-hmm. We were texting earlier, talking shit about comics we fucking nice. hate. Nice. Everyone has. You do. And yes. We all have comics we hate. Of course. Yeah. And you got to have that one person. There, it's got to be a very, very small group. Not a clique. Yeah. And it could be someone even outside of your clique. Yeah. You feel me? Mm-hmm. That you can say all of the shit to. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just yeah. get rid of it and dump it over here and then whew, reset. Right. And keep I got pushing. this shit. Yeah. And keep pushing because no one cares. Yeah. They exactly. don't. 
Because the thing that's going to get you better isn't posting on Facebook and complaining about this club that didn't book you. This fucking asshole touched your butt. That's not okay. That shit's not okay. It's fucked up. Mm -hmm. At the same time, what's the word? What's the sentence of the day? No one gives a shit. No one cares. (laughs) No one cares in reality in the grand scheme of things. You know what I mean? And And then you position yourself in a way where you're powerful enough to affect change. Mm. That's the route that you go, in my personal opinion. Awesome. That's awesome. just my opinion. And it's worked for you. It's working for me, yeah. I think. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm very vocal. I speak my mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When it's necessary. Oftentimes, though, I speak my mind privately. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't need to blast you on social media yeah. for everyone to know I have yeah. an issue with you. Yeah. I don't yeah. need to do that. I can go right to your DMs or to your cell phone and text, hey, can we can we talk? I love or, that. Hey, you know, hey, yeah. this is yeah. what's going on. I think and, that's... Yeah, it's a better way to yeah. do it, really. I, think, I mean, just in my yeah. and again, it's it's not. This is just me and, and how I do how mm-hmm. I do shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just observe. And that's another thing that my husband actually taught me: shut the fuck up sometimes and just watch. <laughs> right. you know? oh, I, how did he teach you that? <laughs> well, by telling me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> just watch. Yeah. Not, in, not in an asshole misogynistic oh, okay. way, but okay, just good. in a very helpful way. Yeah. It's like, babe. I am very opinionated, as you can see, because you guys have not said really a word. Since I <laughs> That's yeah. fine. And for that, I don't apologize. But here's my thing. That's fine. Is that I do have a lot of opinions and thoughts about things. And sometimes it's better to just and pay and watch and pay attention. Yeah. Yeah. Hard sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I wanted to talk to you about, because my daughter is gay, is your, by the way, their gay pod. Oh, bitch. Let's talk about it. What's up? (laughs) Tell me what that's all about. I haven't watched it yet. I just saw it on, there was links on your Instagram and stuff, and I kind of saw your page, so tell us about it. The bi is B-I, Yeah, B-I. Okay. And 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 so my my daughter is uh, they, them, he, him. Oh, okay. Still prefers for me to reference them as my daughter. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I, they yeah. are just new. They're they're giving me all the stuff and the things to work with, okay. right? And I often slip and, and call them she. Yeah. And they're always and, and they're always like, well, as long as you're making an effort, like it, it doesn't really matter. But okay. I, I want you to know how I identify. And then you work your way to getting there, you know. Mm-hmm. But they have changed their pronouns literally like five times, which I. But I don't care, and I'm right. like, you know, this is your journey. Yeah. So it could change again. I and just again, don't want to offend people. That's my whole thing. It's like whatever you are, that's awesome. Yeah. Agree. I also think though, sometimes like stop taking yourself so seriously. No one's trying to offend you all the time. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Give people the out. No one's used to these are this. All of this it's is new, new. Yeah. for yeah. everyone. Yes. We're all, and not we're all. Most of us, I feel like, are trying our best. Yeah. Right? Trying, yeah. So my daughter came out at 10 years old as gay. Wow. Right? Sat me down and said, Mommy, <laughs> I need to freaking talk to you <laughs> and don't freak out about it. <laughs> to which I responded, what is it? Are you gay? Oh, <laughs> yeah, Right. That's what we did. All <laughs> were like, you're gay, right? <laughs> Off the bat. Yeah. She goes, um, Vago. <laughs> How did you know? You just ruined my coming out. Yeah. And I said, uh, well, um, last week you told mommy that you wanted to join the basketball team. <laughs> my first clue. Okay. Yeah. Then you said, and if I don't make the team, can you get me the uniform? That's gay, 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 gay. I'm like, first off, bitch, no man wants a woman in uniform. Number fucking one. It's too much power. It's too much power. So we had a laugh about it. And then, you know, I never came out to anyone as bi. I have been my whole life. Because I just never felt like it was anyone's business. It wasn't mm-hmm. anything I was hiding because mm-hmm. I lived my life out in the open. Sometimes I'm dating a woman. Sometimes I'm dating a man. It wasn't anything. You know what I mean? I'm just yeah, like, like, oh. didn't need to announce. No, I mean, yeah. for what? You see yeah. it and if you say something stupid, pop, you know, in the mouth yeah. and now you've learned your lesson and we can move on, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> but with my daughter, I wanted to come out to her because I made a decision like two years ago to start talking about my sexuality and my stand-up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, and she comes to a lot of my shows and I was like, it would be weird for her to hear that from oh, the stage. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, the that can be off-putting and I'm married to her dad right like an open relationship what you know so I decided to sit her down and she was just like okay can I go back to watching my anime show and I was like you don't she's like no but can I ask you a question I'm like sure why a man though is what she says to me Mm. oh interesting and so I said um that's weird because you do know that the man that I'm with is also your father who if I weren't with you wouldn't exist, right? right? You do. She goes, yeah. 
But why man though? That's how gay she is. I'm like, wow. she's willing to annihilate her existence for mommy to get some puss. Like, yeah. that's what she's like, I just want you to get that sweet, sweet puss, mom. Like, I don't understand what's happening. Just looking out for you. So, a few months back, I had the opportunity to go to LA. I can't say what yet, but to tape an episode of a show that I oh, am. Oh, obs- cool! Oh, I can't even say. I'll tell you guys okay. after. Cool. But um, the coolest shit ever, yeah. right? And it was just a very small spot on on the show. And while I was there, I woke up out of my sleep and said, "By the way, they're gay. We need to. Do- That's a podcast, and we need to do that." Just came mm-hmm. to you. Just came to me out of my sleep, and I, and I texted her and I said, "Hey, Smush. That's what I call her. Um, I actually, I have about a million nicknames, but <laughs> yeah. Smush is one." And I said, "Hey, Smush, would you want to do a podcast with me?" Responded immediately. Oh my God, yes, let's do it. Yeah. And I texted oh, the name. She's cool. like, "That's the name, you know, let's do it." And I was like, "Yeah, it, it's going to be about parenting, um, BIPOC and LGBTQ kids because oftentimes they have told me, you know, mommy, I listen to some of my friends and like other stories I've seen like around the internet and in the world, and I have the easiest time." With being who I am, you guys are just whatever it is. No matter what, yeah. the, it's just you guys accept it and support it, and you know try to figure it out with me. Um, and there's a lot of kids that don't have that. No, no. It's brutal. you know it's brutal. Yeah, there yeah. are kids that get murdered. Yeah. You know, let's just take it to the extreme that are murdered by yeah. family. Yeah, because the, I read a story probably two three years ago about these two beautiful girls. It's so sad and devastating. And the father and brother of one of of, of one of one of the girls beat her girlfriend to death. Wow. Beat her to death with their hands. Jeez. How do you get to a point get yeah. with a human person that's not assaulting you or your family? Yeah. Because yeah. exactly. that I can understand. You come in my house and you try to hurt yeah. my, yeah. me or yeah. my that's kid, I can rip your heart out through your chest. It's yeah. the easiest way to a man's heart yeah. as a matter of fact. But, actually you need a bone saw, but that's beside the point. <laughs> um, but how do you get to a point with a human yeah. because of who they are innately Mm-hmm. To physically murder them with your hands? Yeah. No, I don't understand yeah. it. Mm-mm. You know, and yes, that's the extreme. But a lot of people experience some, you know, semblance of that. Yeah. So hence we did this podcast. Oh, that's wow. awesome. And we, you know, we just. I think it's great for people to see the way um, uh, Boots and I relate to mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. We have a very. Um, it's it's very friendshipy. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But with this yeah. very How old is clear, she? 15 now. Or they? they? How old are they? 15 now. Oh, cool. Yeah. And it's just like, you're my best mommy, you're my best friend. Oh, and not cool. in a way like, I don't have friends, you're my best friend. Yeah. Like, gross. Like, yeah. please get out of my house. <laughs> yeah. No, not That a, was my son. Yeah, <laughs> okay, let's get the like, fuck out. My best friend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he said that. And we were like, that is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should not be. <laughs> this is awkward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But in a sense of we trust each other. Oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. You know, and I did not. My mom was a fucking monster. Oh, like okay. she tried to murder suicide me when I was eight. Wow. Literally, I watched her sitting outside of the doorway of the bathroom, and I didn't. I didn't. I was eight. I didn't know what she was doing, but I was watching her taking handfuls of pills and doing her makeup and mm-hmm. taking a handful of pill and do. And um, and then and she gave me away. Didn't raise me. So mm-hmm. we were me and my grandmother who raised me were living in her house at the time, yeah. and every every like couple of years, me and my grandma would move in with her to help her and my for my grandma to help her with. Was your my grandma siblings. good to you? Huh? Was your grandma good to you? She was dope as fuck. She oh, used to good. run numbers for the motherfucking mob, bitch. That's number Whoa. one. Okay? And so she used to give me a little paper bag and take this down to the Kona store. Wow. And they're going to give you one just like this and bring that back to mama, okay? <laughs> Straight like that, okay? And no one on the street fucked with me because I was CeeLo's daughter. That was my grandma's Whoa. nickname. Before CeeLo Green, okay? Yeah, yeah motherfucking CeeLo. My, my grandma was fantastic. Oh, she, was, she was dope. And uh, we used to always think she was part Italian. But I just uh, did my DNA. 23 and me? 23 and me, too. Yeah, part <laughs> Irish. Yeah, slavery and rape. Yeah, that's how oh that happened. God. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot. Um, but no, she was fantastic. Uh, but yeah, and my mom was just like taking these, these pills and washing them down. And then turns to me and says, do you want to get ice cream? And I remember thinking in that moment, she wants to spend time, you know, being of so hoarse. Being so so happy. Of course. And she yeah. just drove until she fell asleep and like ran into a pole. Oh my God. Yeah. With and you was, in the car? She, yes, yeah, she was trying to kill us both. Wow. Yeah. And I remember just these white people coming and, you know, saving us. And I don't, I don't remember anything else around it. I don't remember the really at the after. Mm-hmm. I don't remember anything other than 
kind of waking up, seeing people coming to the car to get me out, and not wow. really understanding any of it. Do you get what yeah. I mean? Yeah, of course. Um, fast forward to what, like a year later, and then she took me in the car with her. Shouldn't have got in it again. No. Yeah. And ran my brother over with a car <gasps> because I helped him run away from home. My oh older brother. Oh, my God. Basically is asked he him, okay? like, he's alive. Yeah, he's alive. And nope. is he okay? <laughs> no. no. Um, he's a serious drug addict. Like, I, I honestly don't know if he's alive at this point, mm, but geez. this got dark. Yeah. How did you, yeah. did you do therapy or you just got your shit together on your own? Because um, that's a lot of heavy stuff. I mean, does comedy comedy must help you? No, I no. I, it's funny because my mother was the person to ruin my life, mm-hmm. and I and I say that literally um, because there's so much back stuff yeah. that oh, happened. Yeah. You know, those, those are just like there some has to be. Yeah. yeah. There's so much back stuff, like literally with just like my personal paperwork like mm-hmm. I don't even technically have a name she mm-hmm. never named me at birth oh, wow. and it's been a lifelong struggle trying to get that fixed yeah, yeah. you know what I mean because so, I need a passport for it like I'm starting to travel you know what yeah. I mean yeah. things are, and I need certain things and I can't get them wow. because of things that my mom did you know what I mean Tortin. so yeah yeah like I've had lawyers like give you know do all of the stuff and the things and every time I go to get it fixed it just it doesn't work mm. another story um, but here's a funny thing she also said something to me. I had uh, meningitis when I was eight months old mm-hmm. and had a fever so high that it burned me. Uh, I had third degree burns over 30% of my body. I have, wow. scar- like my, I have scars all over, right? And um, I had gangrene in my feet from, from the infection Jeez. and lost three toes, okay? Wow. And um, I was eight months old in a coma for six weeks, died. Okay? Mm-hmm. And as they were wheeling me down to the morgue where they take they're dead um, I woke up uh, and the doctors told my grandmother because again my grandmother was raising me they said if this while I was in the coma if she somehow survives and they're like it would literally take Jesus Christ coming down in earthly form yeah. and laying hands on her she's, she's dying yeah. yeah I mean I had a fever higher than the thermometer wow mm-hmm. you know what I mean like they yeah. couldn't really measure it and that goes up to what 107 or something yeah. like yeah. that um, and that's the point where your internal organs begin to cook like a microwave yeah. mm-hmm. and you know regardless of what you do your brain's being cooked and damaged. Right. So they told my grandmother, if by some miracle this child survives, they're going to be a vegetable. So be prepared for that. Wow. You know what I mean? Now, one of two things is happening. Either I'm a miracle <laughs> or I'm a fucking vegetable somewhere drooling on myself. Yeah. <laughs> and you won't exist. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know which is right. <laughs> I, can't say, I can't say. I know. But my point is this, and I know I'm taking a long walk to get to one, but my point is this, my mother, being the person who ruined my life the most in a lot of ways, made this one statement. Every year, for whatever reason, I would get this really high fever every year. Out of nowhere, I would go to the doctor, I didn't have strep, I didn't have the flu, I had nothing. And they could never figure out what was wrong. So my grandma was just like, it's some residual effect from the meningitis. It's got, like, that's the only thing she could think of, right? Yeah. Whatever. But every year, what one time a year, I would get deathly ill, okay? And my mother was always fucking horrible. I hated getting sick because she would treat me so bad when I was sick. Mm-hmm. And I'm just awful, 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 awful. And I remember I was in my room laying down and my throat would be so dry and I wouldn't be able to eat nothing and every time I would get sick she would make my favorite meal and I couldn't eat it this is how fucking twisted she was and one time she said to me and I don't know why she said this but she said this is the worst you're gonna feel it's right now this is the worst okay and if this is the worst you can stand to get better is what she told me huh and that's and this is so weird that stuck with me my entire life so whenever you ask me what got me better mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. whenever something horrific happens mm-hmm. I think to myself this, is the, this is the worst this moment right now is the worst so if you can get through this moment isn't that weird you can get to the better that you're using that something that wor- are hor- those words yeah. from her yes right when she did not mean them I don't know how yeah. where yeah. she was coming from but that's literally the thing that's gotten me you. Th- helped me that's through my whole crazy. life my wow. entire life yeah wow yeah, for huh. sure. Do you still have a relationship? 
She is dead, so no. I'm kidding. She's here with us oh. in spirit now. Yeah, she's dead. I'm serious about that. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, she's she's um she passed away twelve years ago. Was that hard or no? It was the hardest thing that's ever happened in my life, and I thought I wouldn't care. Yeah. I always said I can't fucking wait for you to die. Mm-hmm. I always thought that. Always. And um here's the weirdest part I'm gonna do my best not to cry okay my mom had uh, sarcoid which is the same disease that um, Bernie Mac had and, and passed away from okay. it's a lung disease mm-hmm. the only uh, cure fix is a lung transplant so you just kind of wait around to for that to happen or yeah. die, right? right. And, and compound that with she also was HIV positive. Oh wow! Yeah, um, kind of her bad. Um, but, <laughs> but, um, and no, I'm not making fun of people that are HIV positive. Right. My mom was trash, and yes, I am making fun of her having AIDS. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, and so, uh, hold on one second. I'm going to catch my thought. Oh, so you're asking if I was sad. So she got sick, um, had uh, pneumonia, double pneumonia. Was in the hospital, got sick. They let her come home. Her lung collapsed, went back to the hospital. Wow. Never came home from this that second turn. And she was there for, it was a while. I want to say at least like three weeks. All of my siblings came from all the places that they were, and we were all kind of in her hospital room together. She was in a coma, unconscious, unable to talk, move anything, right? And... I remember we were all sitting in her hospital room, just like talking amongst ourselves, and they got hungry. We're going to go grab food. And I was like, well, I'll stay just in case. I'm the off chance that she wakes up. I don't want her to be alone, right? No way. Yes way, bitch. You already know where this is going. I, I kid you it. not. <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm getting chills just even every time I think about this, and I'm probably going to cry, and I'm going to try Whoa. not to. I um, might cry too. <laughs> Shit. So... <clears throat> Oh, God. So they, they all left, and she woke up as soon as they were out the door. Mm. Damn. She knew that I was there. She said, I'm sorry that I didn't love you. Oh, my God. Jeez. Mm, oh. oh, my God. Jeez. How, how old were you? I'll never tell you my age, bitch. Because um, <laughs> then I'll subtract. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Divide and add and multiply. <laughs> Nobody needs that, that shit. And she said, I'm sorry that I didn't love you. Mm. Oh, my God. And that was the most validating thing I'd ever was heard. It? Because I knew that my whole life. I and knew she, for whatever reason, she just couldn't. Yeah. Mm. And she knew it. And for her to say it to me. Was huge. It was everything did it release everything for you or it didn't but i let her go with peace and i said i forgive you wow it was okay for you to go i don't know that i would have had that strength i had to because it was the right thing for her Yeah. yeah you know and i didn't understand why i did it in the moment yeah I didn't understand how i did it in the moment i just knew i was supposed to do it and years years later I realized how hard it is to be a parent, just to be a person mm-hmm. existing. Yeah. My mom had six kids, wow. right? Wow. My uh, youngest, my sister right after me was kidnapped when we were infants, so I didn't even know her. <laughs> my, I'm telling you, my backstory is <laughs> the a worst lot. lifetime movie yeah. you'll ever hear, okay? Wow. So I, I, I got a phone call one day of someone just saying, hey, I'm your sister, and I was like, I started bawling. I was like, no, you're not. What are you talking about? And then, you know, everything kind of came out from there. So that uh, she went back into a coma, never woke up. And then she was on life support like the next week. And then my siblings were too pussy to, to tell the doctor to take her off life support. So they gave me the decision. Wow. And I immediately said, unplug that bitch. <laughs> You want me to do it? Yoink! (laughs) So that was a a nice cry session for a great punchline. Wow. That is intense. Yeah, that was a lot, right? Are you okay? Oh, I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm fine. But that was, yeah. 
So that's that's me, kind of in a nutshell. Wow. Are you guys are you guys good? Yeah, yeah. We're, good. yeah we're good. Yeah. I'm just thinking about my relationship with my mom. She's got Alzheimer's now. She's in a in assisted living in Nampa, and I, you know, so I mean, the mom relationship is huge. It's huge so man. that's. Yeah. Brutal and kind of awesome how you ended it. She, you know, and yeah. then you ended it. You know I'm, about I mean? to it. I'm like, oh no, bitch, you won't get the last word. <laughs> I, got I got the last word, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. So uh, close to your dad, or? Oh no, he could die in a fire. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm good on that. I wouldn't piss on him to put him wow. out. No. <laughs> yeah. So you have found your way just on your own. I, mean, I wouldn't, I absolutely would not say that. Oh, I, mm-hmm. I'm not a religious person. I am extremely spiritual, yeah. and I don't know what. What the force is, I don't. I don't know what it is. Call it whatever you want, but yeah. I know unequivocally for an absolute fact um, that there is something working for for all of us. There's some. There's an energy force. There's something that's mm-hmm. moving things along, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have a very so. My first memory is being dead when it when I was eight months. Is the very first, I'm like to this day I remember it like it was yesterday. It's the wow. clearest memory that I have. Wow. And if do you want me to share it? Yeah. yeah. So. And it sounds very cliche, um, very similar to probably a number of near-death experiences that people have told, but I was a a baby at the time, right? And so I'm assuming the way that I um, accepted the experience is because I was a baby, because it felt like I was in, you know those old-timey, black-hooded baby carriages? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It felt like I was in one of those, Mm. right? Yeah. Weird to start with, right? And then I, I felt like I was being pushed up like in an, in an upward motion, mm-hmm. also weird. Yeah. yeah, and I remember at a point there was this uh, <laughs> bright light. I'm not even kidding. It sounds fucking crazy, but there was, and I remember it being so bright. I remember thinking to my in my baby brain, "How am I able to look at this directly? This should be hurting my eyes." Was mm-hmm. the thought that I had, and then I remember going, "Huh." What's that feeling? Is what because it, it wasn't like a thing I was looking at, mm-hmm. even though I was seeing it, I was feeling it. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense, and I remember feeling just absolute love. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. that's that's, and I can't can explain it no different than that. Mm-hmm. It was just the absolute feeling and certainty of love, unabashed, unconditional, unequivocal, a hundred percent pure love. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's the other thing that carries me through life is knowing that that exists. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And, truthful, yeah. and yeah. truly is the literally the reason Seems why I did not that. kill myself yeah. multiple occasions. Right. Mm-hmm. Not even kidding. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Exactly. Just remembering that feeling of it exists. Yeah. It's a real thing. With your background, there's, I mean, a lot of people wouldn't still be here. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I, 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 again, I can't explain it. It's just a certainty of faith that I know I have a purpose. Oh, that's mm-hmm. I know that I'm supposed to do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know that it, and, and, and not like in some weird, um, like mega, megalomaniac yeah. kind of yeah. sense. Not like, whatever your something <laughs> is. I'm yeah. going to take over yeah. the entire world. Yeah. <laughs> who knows? Right. I mean, but who knows? Yeah, exactly, exactly like you said. <laughs> But I, I know that I have a purpose because whatever that energy is has shown me time and time again. That's I could be gone from this earth many times. Mm. Man, I've been in many situations that I should not have made it out of. Mm-hmm. Many. Still not to here. mention that I actually died at eight months old. Right. Yeah. Right. So why am I still here? Yeah. It doesn't make sense unless there's a thing I'm supposed to do. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, and so yeah. that's the thing to answer all of the questions. Wow. Finally, that's all of those things combined are what pushes and propels me forward. Wow. Yeah. And did you pick your name? Frankie? Yeah. French? Because you said. I did. So my, my <laughs> real name is Bahija. Which is actually Muslim. So I was born into an Islamic. My family was Muslim wow. when I was born. Yeah, and so I I still pray in Arabic even to this day. Like uh-huh. I yeah, there's just yeah, um, and it's a beautiful religion. I'm just going to put that out there. It is a beautiful, loving mm-hmm. religion. You have your fanatics that of take course. things to the extreme. With anything, but mm-hmm. yes, but that's with anything. So don't take Muslims and you know. Just, uh, they're all terrorists. No, Not true. Come on. Um, but when I started comedy, I was working, I was an executive director for Uptown Acquisition for a tech company. Mm. And so I was like, I need a moniker. You know, I can't mm. be out here with social media doing comedy under my real life name. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I say something about my wet ass pussy. 
and they call my HR department, and then I don't have a job, so I want to talk about eating ass. You know, like that's not, that's dumb, right? Yeah. So, and I often tell people, they're like, "Where did you get your name?" And I usually say, "From my favorite uncle," but in reality, it's my husband's old nickname. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, and this this is the first name, and I t- took it and kind of changed how you spelled it and made it my own. Yeah. And I picked French just because I like the alliteration, mm-hmm. right? And it's just stuck. And now I'm kind of in a situation where I'm known in the industry enough to where I can't really change it. I no. probably could yeah. maybe later, yeah. but I can't really change it now. I think it works. I like it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like it and it makes you, me happy. Yeah, yeah and it's yeah. fun to say. I like the Q. Uh, yeah, the Q's <laughs> my favorite part. <laughs> I love when people put a U in it. I don't. I hate it. I'm like, no. <laughs> I know one goes there. Yeah. I don't have one there because I'm black and we're saucy. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> I'm super fucking saucy. Right. <laughs> so tell us about the non-profits pod. Oh, snap. Y'all are all up in my shit. Yeah, yeah that's what we shit. do. Um, the non-profits pod is my jam. So I, I do it with, with my buddy out of New York. Shout out to Stephen Campbell. He's my favorite comedian. I, I just love that dude. We've been friends really our, through our whole comedy career. He started in D.C. too, I think. Stephen, if you're listening, you hear this and I'm wrong. You know, <laughs> correct her. Don't correct me because you're a straight white man and you can't tell me oh, shit. that's right. Don't do um, that. So, <laughs> so we've always kind of threatened to work with each other because he's literally just the sweetest boy in school. You know what I mean? And I've just always wanted to work with him. He's just got this super loving heart and spirit. Yeah. And then the pandemic hit and he just calls me up. He's like, hey, Frankie, let's let's do a fundraising podcast where we do like jokes and stuff cool. with uh, about nonprofits and then bring people on. And I'm like, uh, yeah, that's genius. And I was like, well, can we call it nonprofits? P-H, you know, yeah. like yeah. the prophet, yeah. you know, like Jesus, right? Because we're not prophets. <laughs> um, and he's like, yeah, love it. I'm like, well, dope. Let's do this shit. And now we've got like sponsorship with Lululemon. Oh. We're oh, awesome. um, working to package it as a TV show for a couple of networks. So like, oh, it's, wow. yeah, it's becoming a really cool thing. Like it's becoming a really cool oh, thing. And we've awesome. made some great partnerships. Um, like BLM of Greater New York. Shout out to Hawk and Shivana Newsom. I fucking, they're like two of my literal heroes. Mm-hmm. And then when we very first started the podcast, they were the first guests I wanted on. Very big dreams, right? I'm like, yeah. um, so how do we get Jaden Smith? Like, that's the first person I want to interview. Like, that's that's how my brain works. Yeah. It would be amazed if we got like a J. Yeah, it'd be amazing, but it's just not going to happen, you know. Right. So they were the fir- first people I want to inter- wanted to interview, and I think um, our 18th episode, I think ish around there, we got to bring them on and interview oh, them. That's yeah, cool. wow. and we've interviewed um, Comedy Gives Back. I don't, I'm sure you guys are familiar yeah. with them. Yeah. Shout out mm-hmm. to Jody Lieberman. Um, um, Amber, Amber J and uh, Zoe Friedman. Shout out to those guys. They are phenomenal. Jody's my manager, actually. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, so she's phenomenal. And they created this whole, um, for us, for comics, mm-hmm. you know, out of work. And they had been building it up for some years. And then COVID hit, like perfect timing. What type of kismet is yeah. that? Yeah. And then they were able to service so mm-hmm. many comedians and give out these grants, oh. yeah. uh, which I was very grateful to be a recipient of, you know, so very amazing. And we've been able to make these partnerships and yeah. work and, and kind of shed light on different people, small and big, who are making a difference. And yeah. I feel like, like our real motivation um, is not for clout. It's not for likes and clicks and listens obviously we want those things Mm -hmm. um, but that's not the goal or the mission you know Stephen and I I can say are two people who genuinely give a shit about humanity I feel like and I think you guys do too and I think I think most of us do yeah Yeah. you have like the sect of people who more so care about themselves or pockets in the bottom line yeah Yeah. you know and they seem to be the ones in power kind of manipulating things Mm -hmm. so you know making people think oh I want more of the Kardashians no you don't (laughs) (laughs) you don't want that no um so we're just trying to do our part and put a little bit of good kind of back in the oh, in the world, right? Nice. And the ultimate goal is to be like the new wave um uh, like telethon you know yeah. not you know what I mean in a really cool head because the, the way we're formulating the TV show there'll be sketches involved oh, around cool. social justice and there'll be and we'll spot ca- spotlight a comedian a fi- give him a five minute set to come and do oh, on the awesome. show related to whatever topic yeah. we're talking about right okay. so this newly imagined thing because I, I feel like or Stephen and I feel like everyone all over the world wants to get involved right especially right now I we're all so. like For jazzed sure. about yes. how can I help how can I get involved but we're all kind of lazy. Not a bad thing. Seriously, it's not a judgment at all because yeah. I am the laziest bitch. <laughs> if I can find a way to sit on my goddamn sofa, yeah. smoke some weed, and eat chocolate chips yeah. all I'm day down. long, yeah. I know. guess what? Yeah. Okay? I'm yeah. there. 
<laughs> you sprinkle a little Perfect sex in there somewhere. Day, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you sprinkle yeah. a little sex in there yeah. somewhere. Oh, yeah. you yeah. know, it's Perfect my jam. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. So that said, we're working to build this thing out. So people, we want to be the go-to place. How mm-hmm. can I help? How can I get involved? What's going on in the world? Oh, let me check out nonprofits. Oh, nice. Because we, all, we always share resources. Yeah. We always give people ways that they can get involved. Donate, come out to this, uh, volunteer here. You know what I mean? We're kind of, we want to, like I said, like build out. the hub of. Yes, like yeah. the hub of helping. That's cool. You know what I mean? It's, and I th- Because what, can you imagine sitting on your sofa, right? It's Saturday night. You don't feel like going. You've canceled all plans. What? That's a win, okay? (laughs) And now you're in your fucking underwear, beer in hand, joint in your, whatever your thing is, okay? Watching TV, nonprofits comes on. You're like, oh, dope. Oh, cool. Text. Boom. And now you've just donated $150 to blah, blah, blah. Yeah. To save whatever. You just fed eight kids in Nigeria or whatever. You know what I mean? And you're in your underwear. How dope is that? And I don't want to make Americans any more lazy. That's not the goal. Yeah. But also, we're, those of us that are active and out and on the road and on the move, yeah. late at night in your hotel room. Oh, let me go watch that rerun of nonprofits on Hulu yeah. or Netflix or wherever. Oh, I can just text right now. It's still that. Oh, dope. That still works. How fantastic is that? Yeah, yeah that's you know what I mean. Like yeah. that's it's going to be awesome. Yeah. So that's what nonprofits is in a Sweet. nutshell. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out because I just was scrolling through and I saw. Oh, this it's today. super it fun. Awesome. I, yeah. think, I think my favorite quote from the show is when. Um, uh, it's one of my quotes, actually. And I said, don't shit on my chest and tell me it's finger pain. Like, that's, <laughs> that should be my a quote favorite. That should be on a t-shirt. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm getting t-shirts made. Yes, no, but seriously, I'm getting t-shirts made. And basically, it's it's like poop. Oh, and, God. And, and the, yeah. the phrase is going to be finger painted into the poop. We will buy With, like, that. bits of corn in it. Oh. I know. Lord, it's you disgusting. You've got to have corn. I mean, yeah. is it even shit if there's no corn in it? Yeah. Um, so yeah. that gives you an idea of kind of you know okay. how much of uh, of an idiot we all we, we both love are. That. Yeah. That's yeah. our thing. Yeah, I mean we're toasting marshmallow adventures. I mean, come on, yeah. Being. Which I so when I got the the text to come up and and talk with you guys, the, the way that it read is no, it said Frankie, hey Frankie French. Toasted marshmallow, and I was like, "Oh, that's a cute nickname." <laughs> He's calling me Frankie French Toasted Marshmallow. Okay, I like that. <laughs> I didn't know we were on the nickname basis, and then I real, I'm like, "Oh, we're not." Okay, <laughs> that's a show. My bad. All right, whatever. <laughs> I mean, what else? I didn't want that nickname. Yeah, right. Like it was important to everything of myself in my life. What else? Yeah. So I love you that. can I'll use it show. if you like. <laughs> I'm Frankie French Toasted Marshmallow, but whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I was I reading hear about that. What a uh, reigning champion of stand up new stand up NBC. Yeah. Yes. Tell us about that. Wow. Uh, so stand up M- so stand up NBC was the bane of my existence. Was it really? So I started comedy in 2013. And and a friend of mine, shout out to Glow Butler out of New York. She's also a comedian, fantastic queer comedian. She has Glow in the City um, that she does a monthly queer show. Um, it's oh, cool. Yeah, it's fucking fantastic. And uh, she's like Frankie. There's NBC does the showcase every year, and you got to audition. Blah blah blah. You should try it out. So. Mm-hmm. Second year, 2014. I've been doing comedy two years. I'm a fucking expert, bitch. <laughs> I'm going to go audition and become an overnight sensation. Of course. Yeah. No, you're not, you stupid whore. That's not what's going to happen. Okay, you're going to get up there and eat a dick for 60 seconds, <laughs> and then you're going to cry the four hours home from New York. That's what's going to happen. All right? Nerd. So that was 2014. And so the process for Stand Up New York is this. They have the open call. They do it in five cities every year, right? I live in D.C., so New York is the closest to me. So I'll drive up. Do you still live there? I'm still in D.C., yeah. That's the whole other... I'll tell you that. That story, where I am, goes into this story. (laughs) So I, I auditioned 2014 the first time. 2015, 2016, 2017, dick, 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 right? And the process is this. They have an open call. Um, Let's say it's on a Friday. I think, yeah, it's on a Friday. Open calls start at 9 a.m. on Saturday morning. You have to be in line, because they only take the first 100 comics. So you have to be in line 
within the first hundred at 9 a.m. So people start lining up at like midnight the night oh before right? or, you know, that morning. Yeah. So you're sleeping in the street with the rats of, of New York. You're not really sleeping. You're just sitting yeah. up kind of commiserating with the other comics, maybe dozing off for 30 minutes here and there, whatever. And then you wake up and you are rocked. <laughs> yeah. Now you got to go turn it on and you get 60 seconds, bitch. Whoa. That's it. Yeah. Make or break. To prove Make yourself. To prove yourself. Yeah. yeah. 60 seconds. Come on. Wow. Let's do it. What do you have? What do you got? So, ooh, excuse me. I just burped. That's all right. What an animal. <laughs> That's disgusting. You should literally kick me off the show and just delete this episode. <laughs> I, um, I uh, 2019, I actually had an ostomy bag from some medical shit that happened. So I've actually farted on the podcast through my, through my stoma. So <laughs> burp is fine. Yeah, so you're fucking disgusting, bro, is what you're saying. Yeah. All right. Um, I was going to call you a bag of shit, but then that's too literal. It's too on the nose. Too on the nose. It was literal. Really quick, I have um, I have uh, diverticulitis. Oh, that's how mine started. Yeah, I was gonna say. Very careful. I my colon fucking bursted. bursted. Yeah, lost me ten months. Wow, that sucked. I I was on that path. I was in the hospital. My a a part of my intestines had gotten necrotic, and they were gonna have to cut it out. God, same. Yeah, it didn't burst though. It was yeah. And uh, I was in the hospital for a week and like the day before they were like, we're going to do surgery tomorrow. Everything like just went back to normal. Wow. Not even kid. I know. Oh my God. Not even fucking this shitting you. Whatever you're whatever this I'm covered. Yeah. Whatever you're supposed like, to be. <laughs> and um, but I remember <laughs> the night before the doctor was explaining to me what the procedure was going to be like, yeah. and that I would get a colostomy bag. Yeah. And I said to the doctor, I said, I can't. I'm a comic. I I can't have a colostomy right. bag. <laughs> Not because I didn't want to, but I'm like I can't go around other comics with a fucking colostomy no. bag. They're to burn me to the goddamn ground. Yeah, exactly. I can't do this. Yeah. You know, so good on you. You are yeah, a mention a scholar. Like, holy shit, right? Yeah. yeah. Holy crap. That's, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. God bless you. Give me a little bit. Almost died. No, I, I've means. been there twice. I yeah. just, I just had a second bout where I had a tear. Oh. And that was yeah. just like three months ago where I was in the hospital oh again for God. eight days. Wow. Yeah. And was so re- scary. Oh, it was fucking terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying. Mm-hmm. And I'm like yeah. praying like, please I don't want the surgery and now I've been trying to like eat better and like no live. seeds right no fucking seeds yeah. dog and I'm yeah. like almonds oh I know oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> it has seeds in it don't do it uh, yeah no 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 no. Yeah. I don't fuck yeah. around um, so so anyway uh, what were we talking about before uh, stand up oh yeah stand, stand up MBC yeah. so yeah so 2017 I, I, I did it 14, 15, 16, 17 right mm. Um, and then 2017, I was like, you know what? F that S. Now, the, here's the lesson. Again, ladies, I'm, I'm saying to, to ladies directly because of what I said earlier, but this goes for any comedian, again, regardless of gender. Take ownership of your shit, okay? Take stock of your shit. Take accountability of it. And here's why. I was like, man, F this S. I'm a BF and D, and they need to know it. <laughs> this ish is fucking rigged. They've already picked the this is just a dog and pony show right mm-hmm. this is in my brain yeah. I'm amazing okay <laughs> that fucking 60 seconds I dropped on those bitches was dope AF that was yeah. me right yeah. and then I said you know what and fuck them I'm not even auditioning in 2018 yeah they'll see they don't give a <laughs> fuck <laughs> no one cared that I didn't I didn't even know there was a boycott no. happening I was yeah. just no one's like where's Frankie no one said that no one said that okay but that year 2018 I go to LA to do Marcella Aguela's show uh, Woman Crush Wednesdays at Hollywood Improv uh-huh. and I submitted she's like love you come, come do a set dope I go to LA I'm there for a week and I'm bopping around to all the different clubs I love watching comedy yeah. I love pro shit hate open mics just for the record <laughs> but some pro shit I can yeah. sit and just all night watch comedy yeah. right so I uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I, I'm in the LA, LA I go to the Laugh Factory mm-hmm. we've yeah. been there yes yeah. I love yeah. love the Laugh Factory and I'm watching this comic level the goddamn room and, and and you know how you every now and again you'll see a and a lot of comics are funny I'm not talking yeah, about yeah. funny yeah. I'm talking about you're like oh well they're gonna be a megastar you know you know when you see yeah. that on stage it was that and I'm going 
I'm looking around. I'm like, they're not. And yes, the audience was into it, but they weren't. They didn't understand who this motherfucker <laughs> was. You know what I'm mean? like? I'm yeah. like, you're not getting it, yeah. right? And I, and so. I'm freaking out. He's finished, gets off stage, ruckus of pause and laughter, and he walks outside. I follow him because, of course, right? I, who are you? Yeah. So I go outside. I'm like, hey, man. Like, I'm my name's Frankie out of D.C. or whatever at the time. Nice. Like, what's your name? Like, you're fucking phenomenal. I'm, I'm a comic too. I'm not a, some psycho. Well, also a psycho, but <laughs> also a comic. So he's like, introduce himself, and he's like, I'm Mikey Winfield. You know, whatever. Blah blah blah. I'm like, oh, dumb. Like, man, your set was fucking phenomenal as we're talking this dude walks in and goes hey man congrats and keeps on walking I was like oh dope what's he what is he congratulating you for and he says I just won stand up NBC <laughs> and I said really <laughs> <laughs> did you that way. so I ask him what was the experience like for you like what was it like for you Cause I, and I'm like tell me that your fucking manager worked some backdoor goddamn yeah. deal and handed it to you. Say it! <laughs> and he was like, yeah, shit, I slept outside, you know, same yeah. rigmarole, right? And I was like, huh. I said, you know what? I'm gonna go back on audition next year and I'm gonna win that shit. This is what I say to him, right? And he's like, so shit, do that shit. We pound it up, going about my business, move on with life, right? A year passes. My friend Keisha from high school passes away, right? At the same time, this is how much of a piece of shit comics are, everyone who's listening. You guys will understand it. Other mortals listening, civilians listening, (laughs) will not feel this. I have a set at Santa New York. It's a Friday night set. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to tell my husband I'm going to pop up, because it's really his high school friend. I'm like, I'm going to pop up, do the set, and and come right back, and I'll be here for the afternoon for the funeral. Um, (laughs) On Saturday afternoon, right? So I go Friday night, do my set. My homegirl, Chewy May, shout out to her. Um, (laughs) Yes, out of New York. She's like, hey, Frankie, the stand-up NBC auditions are tomorrow. You should come with me. I'm going to go. You should come with me. And and I was like, ah, choose. I'm like, man, I don't know. I don't feel like sleeping outside. You know, I was like, I'm just going (laughs) to take the 3 a.m. bus home, you know, whatever, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, come on. You're not doing shit. You're going to sit on the bus and go home and then what? You know, and I was like, okay, you know what? Fine. Fuck it. I'll come with you. We'll sleep in the streets. I'll go do this one minute bullshit audition. Right. Get passed over and then go home. Really, it doesn't make any difference. I'll still get home in time for the funeral. But now I'm Mm, around people, whatever. So I'm sitting in line. I'm like, oh, what am I going to do for a minute? So I just started thinking I had just gotten my DNA, right? Mm-hmm. And I told that hashtag. Me, uh, so my, the joke was, um, just got my DNA done. Turns out I'm a quarter Irish. Weird. Until I remembered I got my DNA done at 23 and me too. Leveled the fucking room, right? <laughs> and then I followed that with a bit about being bi. Um, that I... That I I'm by oh that I grew up the only black bisexual Muslim girl in the suburbs in the eighties. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Ew. <laughs> um, and I said, but it did. Uh, what I, oh, I can't remember. I was like, but it um, it prepared me for the rejection I would receive from lesbians that I wanted to date later. <laughs> in life. I'm like, did you guys know that lesbians don't date bi's? I literally had this girl tell me into my face, ew, your vagina is tainted with human man penis. <laughs> to which I said, look, Morgan, it's free range, organic, and locally sourced. Way better than that GMO cock you have in your sock drawer. Leveled the room and I was done, right? Woo. That was All my right. 60 seconds. Um, so whatever I go outside and they let you know immediately that you failed so I'm standing outside and and she was like Frankie they put the list up and I was like I don't don't care I'm not whatever Uh." and she goes you're on it and I was like oh shit dope first time that's happened cool and then they invite you back that day for a two minute set oh no Mm. yeah do you miss a funeral huh do you miss a funeral what funeral oh I thought (laughs) exactly yeah I missed yeah hold on wait a second let me let me I'm sorry. Let's roll to it. Sorry. You're blowing my fucking punches here, babe. Like, what are you doing? So, so uh, my name's on the list. So, like, okay, come back tonight for semi. Wait for. Come back tonight for callbacks, mm-hmm. and then if you pass through there, you go to semifinals, which is the next day. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I hang out for a couple hours, and they start doing the callbacks. Mm-hmm. So now I got two minutes, and I do this. I, I do that same bit, and then I add this joke I have about my roommate, my bullshit, bullshit fucking cunt of a roommate. Turns out it's my daughter. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I've seen this bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they fucking ate. Oh, yeah, yeah, we both did. Yeah, yeah I did see that. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> they ate that shit up, right? Yeah. So after that, though, they say, okay. Call this number, 1-800-blah-blah-blah-blah-blah-blah. At 10 o'clock tonight, 
and we'll tell you who's going to the semifinals. Right. I'm like, okay, cool. So I call my husband. I'm like, babe. So here's what's going on. Um, not gonna make it. And I explain the whole thing. He goes, if you don't follow your dreams right now, don't call me back until you're done. Like you know what I mean? Like he's yeah. the wow. most. Awesome. I'm so yeah. lucky. It's yeah. not. It's really not even yeah. funny how yeah. lucky I am. Like he. I, we can talk about that like offline but I'm very very lucky he's super supportive and I'm like okay great he's like I'm, I'll go to the funeral I represent for both of us don't even worry about it just focus on that don't even think about what's wow. happening here I'm like okay cool so I go to my Chewy's house I spend the night with, at her house it's 9 9.50 9.51 9.55 9.59 and Chewy do, are, are you ready and I'm like I'm not calling Someone will, if I'm on the list, someone will know and they'll post about it or text me, and that's how I'll find out. I'm not calling. 10.01. Did you call? No, I didn't. <laughs> and I was smoking cigarettes at the time. I went upstairs on her roof and sat up there and smoked a cigarette. She, we, she goes, oh, Frankie, you need to call. And I said, just tell me. Did I, did I get it? She goes, you did. They said your name first. I'm like, okay, dope. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I called, and I was like, that's kind of cool to hear. You know, that's yeah. kind of cool. And so the next night, and I, I know it seems like I'm playing this all cool. I'm not. Yeah. It, it wasn't even that I was being cool. It was just that I'm like, I'm, they're going to tell me to fuck off. Yeah. It's just when are they going to tell yeah. me to fuck off? Off, you know what I mean? So I go to the semifinals the next night. I had to go buy pants because remember, I just went up there for a Friday night show. I didn't yeah. even have underwear. So I went to go buy, I had to go buy pants and underwear. <laughs> and I go to the show and it's the semifinals. And guess who the closer is? Mikey Winfield. Oh. Is the closer mm. who I just saw a year yeah. ago and had that re- never saw him again over the course of the year, yeah. right? So they, ha- I went last in the lineup of semifinalists, and then Mike went right after me, and he comes off stage, and you see him looking for someone, and he's he sees me, and he's like, and he comes walk walking directly at me, and he goes, Frankie, he goes, I remember you. I remember talking to you outside of Laugh Factory and you said you were going to audition this year and win the whole thing. He said, you might win this whole shit. He said, I had a really fucking hard time following you. And that made me feel... At that point, it didn't matter to me yeah. what yeah. really happened. Just... You guys know, being a comedian, you guys are both comedians, right? No, we're not. Well, we're, fuck we're big, both of you. Fans. <laughs> we're big fans. Like, why am I burying my soul, you idiot? Because <laughs> <laughs> we love you. <laughs> I love you guys right now. <laughs> but being a comic, you know, you don't, it, you, yes, you get validation from your audience because mm-hmm. they're laughing or clapping, but right? Comics. Yeah, but when yeah. you get another comic, it's yeah. just, it's a different it's thing, right? It's, yeah. It is. It's huge. And someone that you like so much and respect, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Yeah. And um, so we took another picture, and I'll show you guys. I'll send it to you if you want to post it with yeah. this podcast. Yeah. It'll be fun. Um, and we took another picture in the same position we were the year before, and, oh, I, and cool. I posted two side by sides, right? It was just yeah. such a, a great full circle moment, yes. right? And I was driving Lyft at the time, right? Mm-hmm. And like a month goes by, we don't hear anything. And I'm, you know, I'm, not, I'm just putting it out of my mind. So I'm like, whatever. Then I get an email saying, hey, guys, just so you know, this is the date for the finals in L.A. The finalists will be flown out to L.A., hotel, the fucking works, right? Yeah. Guess what day it was? My fucking birthday. Whoa. So I say to my husband, I say, if I get these finals, I'm going to win. And I said, the only reason I know that is because it's my birthday. There is no way. <laughs> it's just there isn't a planet <laughs> where I get this on my birthday that I've been pursuing for five years. Yeah. And I don't win. And I don't win. That's just not even, not even because I'm so great. <laughs> It's just not even a thing, right? So I get, I'm driving Lyft. I get, I see, and I I have the number in my phone as NBC, right? Mm -hmm. And I see NBC pop up on my phone. I'm like, no, this is it. And it's like in the after, it's like noon, right? Did you have a passenger at the time? I just dropped a passenger. Literally, I was pulled over. They had just gotten out of my car. And I'm like, hello? And, And I hear, hey, Frankie. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm like, you know what? Don't cry until you get off the phone. And so <laughs> and she's like, hey, it's Jandice um, with NBC. Um, can, are you good? Can you talk for a second? I was like, yeah, what, what's up? And she's like, um, I've had to make a lot of really tough calls today. Um, so I'm just calling to let you know that you fucking made it. <laughs> and I said, if you ever call me like that again, I will fly to your house and kill you like you can't (laughs) so I'm obviously over the moon and sure enough I go to LA and I was and you asked about fear earlier 
and I, I don't audition well just like I don't test well. If you catch mm-hmm. me just in my element, great. I have since learned how to audition well. Mm-hmm. It's just getting out of my head for me, right? Yeah. And I, I'll never forget, I looked fucking great. I had just gotten my hair done. And I don't ever say, like, I look good. I don't, I, like, that's not a, I'm not that kid, yeah. right? But that night, bitches. You look mm, good. Motherfucking <laughs> smoke show, ho. <laughs> and um, I remember just feeling like I look the fucking part, but I don't know if I can pull this off. Every industry person is is only industry in this audience. Oh my god. Only. The Hollywood improv oh, was wow. f- packed to the gills with no- and I'm watching all of my comrades go up. Not they're not dying they're not bombing. They're performing for industry. Yeah. And those laughs are few and far between when you're performing for industry. Mm-hmm. It's un fucking comfortable. Yeah. And and you know as well, you don't know as fucking <laughs> comics you liars. <laughs> so <laughs> we feed off of our audience. It's yeah. a give and take. It's a very symbiotic yeah. relation, relationship, right? And when you're not getting that, it's a very it's difficult to get out of your head and kind of move it forward. Yeah. I am shaking in my fucking boots. Everybody in that lineup killers. Everybody. And they're not, like again, not bombing, but it's just like talking into this void of silence. Yeah. And so my hands are shaking, my armpits gross, right? <laughs> Shit is just I'm just like, "Oh god." My ex-boyfriend's there, who I dated years ago. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> and um, Chewy, as a matter of fact, shout out to her, flew to L.A. for this for me. Wow. Right? She's in the audience. And um, they call my name, Takara. Uh, uh, Takara Williams was the host. Fucking murderer. And she brings me up, and I am sick walking to that stage. I'm like, I'm going to fucking eat shit. Like, this is fucked, right? Yeah. The weirdest thing, I put my first foot on the step, everything washed away. It was the weirdest feeling I've ever felt. Wow. Never felt anything calm. like that. Just a perfect calm. Mm. Wow. Just a perfect calm and a perfect peace. And it was like some like a hand on my shoulder, like, you got this shit. And I stepped on the stage and I grabbed that mic and it was fire. And I'm talking about mm. the room was motherfucking exploding. Wow. Nice. Okay? And... This is something that white comics may not know. Not you guys, you're not fucking comics. <laughs> but there, there's this like culture within the culture of comedy, and that culture is black comics, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not a, it's not a separatist thing, it's not anything like that. But it's this thing that black comics have amongst themselves, and we will be like, Psh, if you don't make me laugh fellow black comic you ain't shit I don't give a fuck if you're making all these white people laugh it means nothing and I don't know if you guys know T. Murph from Woke the show Woke on Hulu Mm -hmm. well he's also a stand of NBC alumni and he was there he had done a lunch with us while we were all in town and now he's on the Hulu series called Woke right oh cool He's the dude with the long beard, if you ever watch the show. Okay. Phenomenal show. Mm. Seriously, check it out. Yeah. And if you listeners, watch it. It's great. And um, he's in the audience, though, right? And it's him and a couple other black comics, right? And they are sitting there. If I'm on the stage, they're sitting right there. And I can see them because they're right in the light. Everybody's like this. Oh, God. No, right? But <laughs> as soon as I open, hit that first line... They were bent over. I'm talking about, and I, and that was it. That was fucking it. And I was like, I'm leveling all you fucking whores, right? And um, one of the best sets of my life. One yeah. of the best fucking sets. And I won that shit. Wow. Yeah, and I fucking won that shit. And I moved to L.A. January 20th to live out the contract, right? And I got a manager, got an agent. Everything was, like, just beautiful. I'm in L.A. My husband and my daughter are still in D.C. I am living the life. I'm getting bitches and getting money. You know what I mean? What better, okay? Then COVID came along. It was like, no, bitch, I'm going to make a horror housewife and sent me back home. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's gross. Now I'm domestic as fuck. I did laundry before I left to come here. Ew. Okay? Ew. You have someone doing your laundry by now. Hello? (laughs) I've never felt more scene okay <laughs> so yeah so that was stand up NBC wow yeah, awesome. yeah cool. crazy kismet ride right yeah because yeah. when when Glow told me about it the first time I said that's going to be my in, into the industry I don't know why I, I know that but that's going to be my foray into the industry and it was you know yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. do you still have an agent in the whole yeah. not that not that same so, ba- 
Yes, I have Jody. Remember, I just said Jody Jody Lieberman's my oh, manager. Oh, yeah. nice. And then my agent is uh, John Griffin from okay. Griffin Talent out of L.A. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. That is yeah. really cool. Now, I was looking at your Instagram bio, and it said, coming soon, M-A-D. So, I don't know how soon it's coming, but M-A-D stands for moist-ass dicks, and um, <laughs> that is going to be, my, that's my comedy special. It's a nod and homage uh, to Cardi B, and um, okay. <laughs> seriously, and Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion, because they're phenomenal, <laughs> and I found it hilarious how men were losing their shit over wet-ass pussy. <laughs> I just was so entertained, and so it's basically a show, and I have the jokes already written, and it's ready to go. I just need someone to say, yes, we want to see it. You won't go um, just YouTube? No. Someone's going to fund this. Oh, okay. This special. Yeah. It's going to get full funding and be a real thing. Um, I have a couple of things. So that may not be the first. The f- anyway, so MAD stands for Moist Aesthetics. Okay. And it's just a series of stories about men. Because their dicks are not moist from pussy. Let's be very clear. It's <laughs> moist from quaking in their underwear and sweating balls off around powerful women. That's where the moisture comes from. <laughs> so, yeah. So, it's going to be this, this hilarious homage. And not, it's not a man-hating thing. Do not at me. Or or do. It'll be some online fodder. Like, for <laughs> the masses. Yeah. Uh, but it'll, it's a fun. It's, it's, it's a fun thing. Yeah. Um, but the, the real pet project, the first special I want to kind of push on, and anyone listening that's like, you know what? This girl's funny. Let's give her a special. This is the one I want to produce. It's called um, The Whole Damn Dollar. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to release 15 minutes first mm-hmm. for free everywhere. Yeah. Oh, nice. And that's going to be called The French Quarter. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck your mom. Like, right now, right? Uh, and that's just going to be a, a little taste. Of, you, know, yeah. you know how you, you give a little, little bit of coke, preview. right? Yeah. Before you make them do a whole line, yeah. right? And then they come back and buy a bag. Yes. Basically, that's, that's yeah. what it is. The first taste is free. That's you know what I mean? Nice. And then I'll release the whole goddamn dollar a couple of months later. And, Perfect. Yeah, because I'm going to leave the 15 minutes on a cliffhanger joke. Yeah. You're going to want to hear the, that okay. punchline, right? Yes. Um, so, anyway, that's just kind of the stuff that's going on with me and in my brain. Cool. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I don't think we even talked touched on it like why we're here we're at that oh comedy oh, fest yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, like what the fuck are we doing here <laughs> yes we are at so, the idaho comedy fest. yeah when do you go up next um let's see oh uh i had a yeah i'm i think i missed it <laughs> oh shit <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. yeah i'm oh no 100 percent serious yeah, oh, i'm God. pretty sure it's 5 30 uh what time did we start uh, I don't know. About an hour ago. Oh, oh cool. Then I probably didn't miss it because there was another show. My show got pushed. Okay. So I probably, That's why we're late. Yeah, probably yeah. didn't miss it. Okay. Right and it's now. fine. I'm having a ball with you guys. Yeah, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get you in trouble. I know. <laughs> Have you met me? Do I seem like someone that <laughs> no, gets in trouble? Really. Okay. No. Or cares about it? <laughs> I, and I've said this many times before, and let me reiterate. I'm bi. Okay, so um, I've never gotten into a situation that I can't fuck my way out of. Okay, let's okay. be very yeah, clear exactly. about that. Be very clear. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get out of here. We Let's leave it on that. Yeah, let's leave it on that. Yeah. You can There's fuck no your way out of anything. You can't fuck your way out of. Yeah. Pew, 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 pew. You guys are great. This is fantastic. Super nice meeting Thank you. You so are awesome. Oh, you're so forward to seeing your sets. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever so they may be. Well, I have three. If, if this one's pushed, then I'll have three. So you'll have three different cool. opportunities to check me out nice. if you want. Yeah. Awesome. We want to. Yes. Yeah. Come down to the lounge at the end of the end of the universe yes. and watch Frankie perform and yeah. all the other great comics. Yes. Oh yeah. my God. So many awesome. No, the lineup is fucking I disgusting. Know. Some of my favorites, if you guys care for the fest. We do. Cypher Sounds. Love oh, him. Yeah, yeah. We've seen him. Yes. Love him. Um, Casey Rocket. Yeah. Oh yeah, my God. He's on tonight yeah. at six. He's so fucking Who funny. Who is that goddamn animal? <laughs> <laughs> He's so funny. What even are you? Locally, it's so fun. Yeah. Like, oh, Micah Fox, she's another one of okay. my faves. We interviewed her, her boyfriend, boyfriend, Tim, Tim McLaughlin. Oh, yeah. Okay, I didn't, I didn't yeah. know that, that was that was a thing. Yeah, she's one of my favorites. Yeah. And then another young lady, and I can't remember her name right this second. 
and I'm a monster. God damn it. Well, I'll post about her if okay, I remember. Cool. But yeah, those are those are those are three of my faves. Yay. Yeah, I love those guys. Awesome. awesome. Thank but, yeah. you so much yeah, for hanging Shut you. up. You're welcome. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks it's been for awesome. the tears. <laughs> Thanks for I bawled like a fucking baby. Like, yeah, you <laughs> did. no, no, guys, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> this was good. I needed that. Right. This was great. Thank I'm you guys. Signing out. I'm signing off. I'm Chris Adams. I'm Wendy Moser. Hashtag get toasted. Stay toasted. And thank you, Frankie French. You're welcome. Thank you so much.